0: Eight years ago today, my bride and I were in Gibraltar saying our wedding vows in front of a government official and two hotel employees, just the way John and Yoko did on March 20th, 1969 in Gibraltar. Although they did their vows at the British consulate office, we did ours at the Coletta Hotel on the east side of Gibraltar on the Mediterranean coast. Uh, definitely one of the coolest things I have ever done that we have ever done in our life. Hey, it's Tim Patterson. This is a Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee for April 5th. 2021. Find us at tradeshowguy.net. Books and exhibits and podcasts and blog and freebies and much more at that uh, main site, tradeshowguy.net. A uh, fun fact about John and Yoko's wedding that I just found out today doing a little research on it. Uh, they were married in a 10-minute ceremony performed by registrar, Cecil Wheeler, and attended by the band's photographer, David Nutter, who took a bunch of pictures but eventually lost the negatives Uh, to the big day after he lent them to someone hired by Lennon to put together a book, which I don't believe ever came out. So there's a lot of pictures that he took. There are a few that survived, but uh, you can find them online. But uh, apparently a bunch didn't. Fun fact about our wedding, we took three days to drive uh, from Gibraltar to Barcelona. We stayed in Gibraltar about four days. Uh, We then took three days to drive up through Spain to Barcelona, where we stayed for a week and a half exploring that great city. Would love to go back Which leads me to what? Well, I don't know. A lot of things have been on my mind. I've been doing this video blog slash podcast since the beginning of 2017. The year before, in 2016, I did a monthly webinar series. Uh, So anyway, this is like the fifth year. uh, We're in the fifth year where I'm posting something almost every single Monday morning, you know, whether it's me just sitting here yakking about something in the business uh, world, some sort of topic that I have, uh, or an interview I've been doing it almost, I mean, I missed a day or two, but uh, probably because of vacation or something. It's fun, definitely. I enjoy getting in front of the microphone. It's it's what I did for a career for more than a quarter of a century. Uh, but it's also a challenge uh, trying to come up with something on a weekly basis that I feel is worthwhile to share. Now, I got thoughts on both sides of the content creation argument. You know, you have one side, which is the Seth Godin approach, post something every single day like he has for what? 7,000 days. It's insane how long he's done that. Uh, His whole mantra is just keep showing up. And I think that's a good thing. I've been showing up for a long, long time. Find something to say. And I do. I post on my blog every week, two or three times. I post something on this uh, video slash uh, podcast blog every single Monday. On the other side of the argument, uh, I, I look at a very successful marketer, Scott Stratton of Unmarketing. Check his website out and his blog. Uh, Last I checked, which I admit has been a while, uh, he posts on his blog every few months. And his take is, if you have something really important to say, do it. Otherwise, don't. So I mean, I kind of see both sides. I think it is important to keep showing up, but I also think it's important to have something to say. And having said so much for so many years, I feel like I'm at a point of needing to pull back a bit. I hinted uh, at this earlier in 2021. One of the challenges that I have is this this is a one-man operation. It would be great to have a show producer, someone who finds and vets and books the guests, someone who edits and produces the show and posts it. Uh, but frankly, I'm more than capable of, of doing all that, and I enjoy it as well. But finding guests on a regular basis is challenging. Uh, the trade show world really isn't that large of a world in in one sense. Uh, in this show, Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee isn't that big of a show. Uh, we don't have hundreds of thousands of viewers uh, that can attract a lot of guests in the industry. Plus, you know, it takes a lot of time to do this on a, on a regular basis. Time that I don't always have. Uh, my life is full. You know, I got work, uh, play, family, trying to do business, and so on. Keeping the podcast going takes time. And while I mentioned I enjoy it, I think it's time to step back. A bit and decrease the frequency. I'm not sure exactly how that'll work. I'm going to kind of play it week by week. I'll still keep booking and interviewing guests, but I suspect that the solo, the business, the slash personal diary portion of the podcast will take a back seat to the guests, uh, which means I probably won't be posting as often. Uh, hopefully the quality will improve. Uh, you know, it's a work in progress. Like everything in life, I'm going to spend more time personally trying to pitch a novel, which I've in the final phases of uh, to publishers. And I got two more that I've written that I need to work on. And I suspect that may take up more time than I'm uh, currently thinking it will. Plus, you know, I'm in my mid-60s, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I think of other things, what happens in the years ahead. Uh, I had a, a client ask me the other day, how long are you going to do this? And I said, well, I've been wanting to do this till I'm 70 and, and I'd like to keep doing that. I think the business will come back in full force once the pandemic is over and everything opens up. I think that there's going to be a lot of pent-up demand, and uh, a lot of exhibit houses will be looking for that. And I think we'll get our fair share, so we'll see what happens. Uh, the other thing I you know, think about is the question, what do I get out of all this? Is it worth it? Am I getting any traction by doing this? Uh, that's part of the equation, I think, but not the whole thing. So what about traction? You know, What is it? Is it a growing subscriber list? Is it lots of blog views? Is it lots of downloads of this show, lots of views? Uh, great reviews, more feedback. I think those are all good metrics. Um, and if I were to measure a show by that, there's not a lot to measure, frankly. Uh, yes, I get feedback. It's a small group of people that have been there from the beginning, but it's not really growing much. Uh, secondly, I look at the blogging aspect of it, which is this, this lands on my blog. So it's part of the blog. I've, I've been blogging for years. I mean, uh, 1,200 posts plus on my blog, which uh, the first one was in December of 2008. I know that's all really long time ago. And what about the metrics on the blog? Well, it's coming. It's it's gone big. It's gone small. Uh, but you know, the last couple of years, it's pretty even. There are maybe a hundred sessions a day at times, sometimes just a handful, uh, ranges from 30 to 60 people a day on average stopping by. It's not great, but not anything to sneeze at either. Uh, but again, it's not growing and hasn't in years really. So another quandary. So what, what else is it worth for? Well, I've shared that on this show, uh, A few years ago, Trade Show Guy exhibits uh, landed a bunch of clients from just people seeing the blog and and reaching out. And uh, that's not a consistent thing, uh, but it does happen. I mean, uh, I think in 2016 or 2017, two-thirds of our income from the year came from someone, some companies, finding the blog and making contact. I mean, looking back, that's kind of a bit out of the norm, but it's not out of the question either. It rarely happens. Uh, but I know it does happen on occasion. So certainly enough reason to keep blogging. I don't think a lot of uh, trade show exhibit houses blog consistently. Uh, I have I've found them. I have found blogs. I could, we, that's a whole nother subject. But uh, I, I think that, you know, one of the reasons, because we're a small company, that I want to make, you know, make sure people can find us is to do the blog on a re- regular basis, make sure there's always fresh material there. Uh, the biggest challenge with all that, though, is really that it's unpredictable so I've been kind of going back and forth on all this uh, stuff for weeks uh, months the bottom line is I'm I'm gonna take my foot off the accelerator a bit uh, I'll keep blogging and keep podcasting just maybe just not as as frequently not as much regularity um, but I'm not going anywhere uh, certainly if you want to continue to listen, to the show and tune in uh, when I have a guest. By all means, I'd love you to do that. You can subscribe if you haven't uh, at Apple Podcasts, or you can subscribe to the channel on YouTube where the video portion shows up. The channel is Trade Show Marketing, uh, and we're also hosted at SoundCloud.com. And of course, you can subscribe to my weekly newsletter at TradeShowGuyBlog.com if you aren't already on that list, or guy.net I send out a new one every week with links to the show and new posts on the blog. I mean, that may actually decrease in frequency a little bit, but I like to do that on a weekly basis. It's pretty easy to put together. But it's still, it's another thing that takes up time. So we'll see what happens. Uh, anyway, I uh, appreciate you watching and listening. So to wrap it up, this week's one good thing, uh, the changing of the seasons. It's really noticeable. Walking the dog every morning and all the trees and bloom and blossom. Winter's over. Spring is here. Ski season ends in a couple of weeks. I know I finally put my skis away in mid-April. It'll, it'll be another couple of weeks, but um, I've been going up there every weekend, skiing in the sun. <laughs> so the cycle continues and that's that's a good thing. Have yourself a great week. Find us at tradeshowguy.net.